Hello. Hello, David. Happy Thanksgiving. Uh, happy Thanksgiving as well. <laughs> How are you doing? Oh, yeah, I never saved this number, and that's why I just didn't answer it. <laughs> well, I appreciate you taking the call. And yes. uh, how did you think yesterday's event went? Um, I I don't know. I have a lot of conflicting feelings about many things. Okay. How about how about you start? I actually thought it went well in terms of the uh, perhaps limited expectations I had. Uh, we uh, managed to get the uh, producer, writer, director thing to work more or less in that we were able to have a functional meeting that everyone was able to participate in and was able to share ideas and hear each other and i thought that was pretty good given our track record so i was grateful okay i thought you did a fine job of moderating and introducing topics and having people speak and i thought ted's idea of um, calling it artery for lack of a better term this idea of something like the cross between AA and Rotary is an interesting idea. Um, and it's interesting just to have Ted make a proposal and to, uh, I think we have a context in which we can uh, evaluate and implement that proposal and see how it works. And I think that they, and I thought your suggestion to have next week be more of a social, get to know you, work on relationships, getting to know each other thing, doing the round of uh, what people do, I thought those were all constructive things to do. Uh, mind you, I think there's still some deep underlying issues that haven't been resolved, but I've learned to be patient about those things as long as we people are willing to stay in relationship. So that was my take. Uh, you know, I've been busy, and I'll tell you, I haven't given... Uh, the Great Reset, a second thought ever since the call yesterday. Okay, well, we could just take the week off if you don't have any thoughts or concerns and um, just have to have something for next Tuesday's social gathering. Uh, well, no, what I mean is I can, can come up with it now. I'm just going to take me one second. Okay, no problem. I'm walking the dog. I can chill. Okay, so I guess I guess my general thought is um, there's all sorts of things that we've sort of tried in the past that I'm not happy with, and I don't want us to do them again, but I feel like they are kind of solidly in the past that sort of like naming them now wouldn't be very productive, and so I'm just gonna let it go. Because I think I think that's a lot of I think that's a a big source of my fixed my mixed feelings about this. I can let that go easily because I don't I don't think we're going to be repeating those those mistakes. 
Okay. Um. I the the Rotary Club thing. It's an interesting idea. Um, I wonder how much of a, a just an easy cop out it is though. So, um, for who? Um, for for I guess you, me, and Ted. But just say we don't know what we're doing. And no one seems to be coming up with good ideas. And instead of attacking that head on, we're just going to go with something that seems lazy and easy for us to implement, even though it's probably not the right thing. Right. So there's um, – okay, that's an interesting perspective. I'll let you finish before I respond. Um. Well, this is this is a this is entirely a half form thought. I wonder if that's the case. I don't know that it is. It just I don't know. Part of me feels like that's what we're doing. Um, I would like to be right. proven wrong if we can. Right. Well, I think the point is, is that I don't know. Uh, like I said, I'm a process guy, right? So uh, my interest is that we have a process that'll help us find out. Uh, will this process help us find out? Well, I'm going to propose a process to help us find out. Because I feel like we have some processes in place that will help with that. Uh, I think that uh, I mean, next week definitely feels like we're taking a break and not doing anything heavy in this doing this like social. And so I think that's a reasonable thing for us to do. Then what I would propose is then for episode, episode one is the social. Episode two, we have Ted do the critical community proposal. And he actually has to pitch us, and then, uh, you know, we prepare him as best we can. Somebody will coach him, I hope. And so, you know, these are all the things we have talked about, from our perspective about the group and the body of Christ. How do you see this addressing those points? And then he has to uh, bring that to the group and talk about why he thinks this is the thing that is worth our time to invest in this. And if he makes a compelling case, he will say, yeah, I think there's a chance this actually does scratch the itch and we should try it or no, it doesn't. And uh, whoever disagrees the loudest gets the pitch on alternative ideas that I think would do a better job of that. Okay. I don't uh, know how to do any better than that. No, that sounds good. I like this. I like this. Um, yeah, so I guess my, my thinking here is that um, – I there's there's just a few procedures that I care about ensuring happen, um, which are mostly just related to everyone speaking their mind and and that sort of thing. And now that I'm if if I'm allowed to moderate, I can always make sure that happens. And so I I'm not worried about people having objections and not voicing them because uh, that's on me now. Um, and it's actually ideal if you are somewhat ambivalent about the idea yourself. It would probably be a conflict of interest if the, if the coach was the same person as the moderator. Well, you know, and that's that's a good thing because at, at this point, I kind of don't care what we talk about. Uh, if we wanted to turn this into a knitting club, I would sort of be okay with it. Yeah, as long as they had to, the, yeah, as long as the group got to weigh in on it. 
Yes. Yeah. I, there's some sort of consensus. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So I mean, like, um, yeah. I mean, like, in in my mind, it's like I I care more that uh, I don't fully understand what Ted wants, and I really do care what he's suggesting. So yeah, I think this is a good place to be. And I like right, the idea. Yeah. That, and I, I... Sorry. Continue. Or I have some additional thoughts if you're finished. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, so from my perspective, the sources resource is engagement. And so anytime someone says, wow, I really wish we could do this, I am thrilled. I don't care what it is. I'm just glad that there's some emotional energy behind it. And either, uh, there's several possible outcomes. One, which I admit is, I consider somewhat unlikely, is that, like this is a magic bullet that will fix everything and will be the only thing we do for the rest of our lives. I think the probability of that is low. Um, on the other hand, I think there's a high probability that this is something that is really close to Ted's heart because it's his particular skills and gifting. I would say my take on Ted is that he is a promoter. Uh, he doesn't like to promote, he likes to promote other people. And if we can help him develop a practice and a format for finding people and setting them up to uh, you know, to showcase what God is doing through them, that would be a really useful thing that he could do a lot of in the future. And there's probably other people like Ted who might be interested in seeing that and pick up on it. In particular, like, you know, my, uh, as we mentioned in the chat, I myself am slightly allergic to the rotary method of pitching. Um, and even the traditional Christian method of pitching, which is like, hey, I'm this amazing person with this perfect idea that will solve all your problems. Please support me. And if we can actually figure out how to make a credible pitch with vulnerability and passion, you know, the AA aspect of telling your story, that would be a remarkable innovation because it's hard to be vulnerable and credible at the same time. It is certainly possible. Uh, but it's not easy. And if Ted could figure out a way to do that and set that as a norm for how people share their story, I think that would be a worthwhile thing to bring into the world in and of itself, even if it isn't a full purpose of the Great Reset. Um, and just so you know, a full disclosure, I'm not planning to do this forever. Right? The reason I do this this season is uh, you know, I, I sort of signed up to do seven seasons of seven weeks to take advantage of this really unique moment in history. And the hope is that by the end of it, uh, all of us kind of know what to do next. And if the format and the branding disappears, but the relationships endure, and it gives birth to a bunch of different things that people end up doing, uh, I would count that a success. Right. Oh, I mean, you, you still there? Yes, 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 yes. So you uh, you mentioned this before, uh, in particular, the whole uh, the seasons being I, I think everyone's a little bit surprised that the seasons seasons are just sort of uh, already predefined. Um, but yes, you, you did mention this before. Um, um Let me think. I 
this does seem to be something that that uh, Ted is is passionate about and uh, seems to have a lot of opinions on. And I, I for one, am very happy to take advantage of that. Um, so I think this is a good place. Um, well, might use that for the episode title, Taking Advantage of Ted. <laughs> I like it. Let's, let's, let's do it. Um, um, do I, have, I don't think I have any hesitations or concerns. Um, I think I think Ted probably needs some help just refining his ideas. Um, but yeah, but the simplest option is that you're the moderator and I'm the coach. So I work with him to get him ready, and then you put him through his paces on episode two. Uh, unless you have someone else he wants to work with as a coach, which would be fine. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm just sort of, I'm, in, I'm, I'm sort of a little bit weirded out that I, I sort of feel like the next steps are kind of established, and. Uh, I don't need to panic about like, oh God, what are we doing? I don't know. And so it's a little bit weird being in this place right now. <laughs> yes, I have finally split up to you by uh, removing all your immediate sources of anxiety. You said you didn't um, need me to screw up in order for you to solve problems, but now you have your uh, you're casting doubt on that thesis. I, I what did I say before? I'm sorry. We were having this chat thread where uh, you uh, I said that as usual, uh, David solves uh, the problem I caused in the process of complaining about it. And you said that well, you don't need me to make me to make mistakes in order for you to solve problems. That's true. I mean, I do solve problems outside of the Great Reset. Um, oh, that's true. Uh, uh, Ted can make mistakes, and and I can solve those problems too. Um, he hasn't had a chance to make mistakes yet, so we'll find out. Um, you know, I, I, the funny thing is, um, the the funny thing is, I think this is actually one of my bigger weaknesses. Um, I think that. I think a strength of mine is identifying problems and just stopping them, just putting a hard stop on them, uh, stopping the spread, just contain containment in a very quick and messy way. Just just put it on lockdown. And um, but after that, I'm not so good at like moving in a positive direction because I don't really know what a positive direction is. So, like, in terms of creating something good, it's like that's that's something I'm actually pretty weak in. Well, cool. Thank you for sharing that. That's exciting. It gives me something to pray for. Is that at some point in this journey, some spark will catch fire, and you say, oh, yeah, that's the thing I'd like to do. But until then, you're doing lots of useful work, so 
um, uh, at the compilation. Yeah, well, you know, uh, if we have a little bit of time, I mean, like, sure. you know, part of my part of my feeling is that um, I do think that there's there's an element of like there's a, there's a bit of a problem of this group containing strangers that is sort of limiting us, and um, I would I would like to see that change, and that was one of the reasons why I suggested a social. Uh huh. Um, because I think we should know each other a little bit. I think we should be on good terms and 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 all of that. And so, like, since you and I aren't actively solving any problems, I guess I just want to ask, you know, how are you doing? How is your week? Um, <laughs> what, are, what are your plans for uh, Thanksgiving? Um, huh? Yeah, no, that's fine. That's a great suggestion. Uh, I tend to be poor at small talk relational things and better at solving massive problems. I'm doing really good. Um, you know, yesterday was a, uh, you know, even though we weren't formally making it the season five finale, it felt like the finale of season five to me and that all these threads were not resolved, but in some ways they felt like they were healed. Uh, that, you know, Steve and I both thought it was an awesome uh, uh, example of discipleship, although I have no idea if we agree on why, but that was still encouraging that we both got behind something together. Uh, and I'm confident that you and I will work stuff out one way or the other uh, or work around it possibly. Um, I felt like you and I have had a pretty intense arc and I felt like uh, the arrangement with Ted has maybe not resolved the issues, but addressed them sufficiently for us to move forward and on other things. So that's been a big relief, uh, both to me and perhaps my family who's been listening to these hours and hours of phone calls in the background. Um, and I get to relax. Uh, the kids are, uh, I have two kids uh, that came up yesterday and they're officially out of school for the rest of the year because of the lockdown and other reasons. Really? So, the rest of the year? Man. Rest of the calendar year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been, January. It, it, all of December out. That's so interesting. Well, yeah, so they're, they're not physically, so they've been doing like one or two days a week. This is private school. And so, uh, because my wife is a doctor, uh, she's exposed to a lot more. And she said, you know, it's just safer for everyone and lower stress if we're not trying to decide whether or not the kids should go up or go back to school. Let's just assume that we're not going back to school until January in person. And we just do remote learning, so I don't have to drive everywhere. And so COVID's been good to me that way, in that arguably most of the time I have spent on the Great Reset was time I would otherwise have spent commuting because I was taking two and a half hours every day to drop off the kids and pick them up and go to work. But since I work from home and do school from home, all that time is back. So I just finished focusing on my health and podcasting. So um, at this point, uh, life's really good. I have two dogs. I, I have my dog, who's really sort of mine, and my son wanted a dog that would actually spend time with him, so he got a puppy who is now five months old. And initially, the dogs were in great conflict, and we brought in a therapist who's been teaching the dogs what I call mindfulness, and now they get along great. So, like, all the things that were causing me a lot of stress, uh, driving, the great reset, my dogs, uh, they're basically, you know, maybe not perfect, but they're basically functional. 
and like kind of like the great reset. Well, the next two or three weeks seem to be pretty well scheduled, so there's no great drama. And uh, my in-laws uh, uh, came to the U.S. Uh, they're supposed to come back in May, and they finally made it here in August. And they're settled in, and they're getting all their paperwork settled for green cards and insurance. And we get to spend Thanksgiving with them, and it's more stress than having to go to Thanksgiving with other relatives. So I'm just like everything's going my way. My life is feeling really good, um, and I'm very grateful, and I have a lot to be thankful for. Uh, one last point, because uh, it's somewhat relevant, is that uh, my church has been doing the hybrid church thing, and uh, the leadership has really been praying a lot about what does God want them to do, and uh, they've been at least willing to hear some of my crazier ideas about what needs to be done, uh, which I appreciate. I don't know if they agree with anything, but at least they've been willing to listen and occasionally intrigued. And so I'm hopeful that something will happen, not necessarily anytime soon, but at least that there is uh, some openness to forward motion, which is not always a common thing in churches. So I'm grateful for that as well. So that's pretty much my life. I've got a great boss uh, at the startup I work at who happened to have me working remotely. Uh, I am somewhat overqualified for this job, so I can keep him happy and still do all my side projects. He actually was there for episode, uh, for, uh, part of episode two uh, in helping support uh, the last season and supporting my small group stuff. So um, yeah, so I'm, I'm feeling good. Yeah, yeah, so, okay, so that, was, that was a great update. Um, I'm glad to hear things are better. Um, yeah, and you know, I agree with I agree with that assessment of the, uh, you know, maybe we haven't solved all the problems, but I there it does seem like there's been some healing. And and I think we are in a better place now, even though we may just be as lost. Um, I think the relationally things have gotten better. Like the I think the group feels better about the group is what I would say. Yeah, I I feel like that scene in the. Uh... Hitchhiker's, uh, not Hitchhiker's Guide, Guardians of the Galaxy. We are all losers. And we may be dysfunctional, but at least we're in this together. <laughs> yes. Um. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I like that assessment. Um. Well, how about you, David? Uh, so, uh, all right, well, what I would say is there are things about myself that I'm not going to share on a, a public call, but I'll share some things that uh, with you that I am willing to say on a public call. Um, I, I can also... That, Cut off after that, and we can talk more offline. If yeah, have, if you have time that, for it. That, that feels like def defeating the purpose, though. Okay. Uh, let me see what I can, what I uh, I can, and am willing to say, and then and then if we get to the point where I want to cut something off, we can get it off. Okay. Sure. I mean, like you know, I I'm trying to embrace the whole transparency thing. You know, on mm -hmm. the one hand, I feel like no one's watching and nobody cares, but you know, on the other hand, I'm like. 
eh, if you can be transparent, you should make the you should try to be. And Bill apparently did actually listen to all four hours of our last conversation. So. Yeah, I, he said that, but I don't think he was actively listening. Um, I think enough. he did. Like, like hearing from him afterwards, he's like, "Oh, you vaguely, you vaguely references something we said." I was like, "Yeah, yeah, we did say that, but that it was a little bit more than that." Um, I, I, I've been listening to uh, your calls with other people. Ah, thank you. Uh, especially the ones with Ted, because I, I think those have been really fascinating. Ah. I'm slightly disappointed that you and Ted haven't been recording your calls, but on the other hand, I'm kind of grateful. Otherwise, I would have felt obligated to listen to them. Because uh, I'm not driving two and a half hours a day, my podcasting stuff backs up. Yeah, you know, uh, the, I think the number one reason we don't record them is because uh, I haven't been able to schedule anything with Ted, and he just sort of calls me out of the blue on a regular basis. Um, because like at the moment we don't have any plans, but I like I have this feeling that we're gonna end up talking at some point, and it's gonna be in the form he's gonna just randomly text me, and I'm not gonna respond because I'm busy, and then he's going to call me, and then we have another call out of the blue. That's 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 a vague feeling I have that's gonna happen. Um, yeah. Anyway, I I I just I guess I would say I, I expected you and Ted had more alignment than than it seems that you do, and that was. I was I was surprised by that, um, which I thought I already had a very low expectation, and it was worse than worse than I thought. Um, which is another reason I'm so excited that he's pitching his solution. If nothing yeah, else, we'll I mean, learn a lot more about Ted. <laughs> I'm enjoying how how much he's he's participating. Uh, it's good. Um. I, so anyway, to answer your question, um, this time of the year is actually a really very difficult time for me um, for historical reasons. And um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a compounding effect. I, I, I enter into a depression um, around the start of November. And um, it it generally just sort of drags me down, which then causes, I guess, ripple effects and just sort of makes everything worse. I'm hoping nobody noticed, but I don't know. Like, it's it's sort of like I think nobody notices that I'm I'm like super depressed and miserable, but they do notice that like things aren't going well around me, and nobody has has ever been able to figure out it's probably because things I used to manage I'm no longer managing because I'm overwhelmed. Um, and so that happens. That happens every November. Um, fortunately, that ends right around Thanksgiving, and so I'm in a better place now. Um, and um, let me see. I'm I'm really grateful for for Bill and his wife Irene. They are, they have invited me to. Uh, have Thanksgiving at their place, oh, um, like they do every year. Um, uh, they're basically extended family. Um, uh, 
I was a little bit worried uh, it wasn't going to happen this year, particularly with the uh, strengthening of the lockdown and with how worried Bill has been about COVID. So I'm happy it's happening. Um, uh, my uh, my family is back in Indiana. Um, and with with what's going on, you know, I'm thinking I'm not going to be able to see them at all in, in the entirety of 2020, which makes me rather sad. Um, I uh, I found out my uh, sister and brother-in-law got COVID. Um, my brother-in-law is a student. And he works uh, in the hospital, and all him and a bunch of his coworkers got it, and he passed it on to my sister. Um, they both recovered. Um, and it's funny, you get the hospital, it was like 14 days to get back to work. <laughs> they were not too interested in, they weren't too worried about him being contagious. They're like, you have no fever, and it's been 14 days, they want him back to work because, well, they want him to work, um, which I thought was hilarious. Um, uh, and it's interesting because uh, even though I mean, like the symptoms, I, I was really I was really happy to hear about this just because I'm like uh, I figured genetically my sister's similar to me and enough that uh, whatever symptoms she got I should expect for myself. Uh, and uh, the big thing was just the loss of sense of taste and smell and. Uh, which I wasn't, I was, I heard, you know, it caused it. I just didn't, no one made a big deal about it, but it, like, it, it's like, yeah, you really can't smell anything. And so that, for one, that makes me feel good. It's like, I guess I never had COVID. Um, like, so that, like, you know, a couple, you know, a few days I was sick earlier this year, that was nothing. Um, uh, it was interesting. My brother-in-law didn't even get a fever though. Um, so when, when that was like one of the requirements, no fever and, uh, uh, 14 days. It's just like he never even had a fever in the first place, but he did test positive. Um, the funny thing is, like, uh, they didn't even bother to test my sister. And I'm like, in terms of, like, the, the statistics when they're, like, counting, like, COVID infections, I'm just like, how do they, they don't test everybody? Like, how, how on earth do they get those numbers? Why do they feel so confident in them? Um, so that was that was I learned all sorts of things um when I heard yeah. you know when I when I learned about this. But anyway, they're fine and that's good. Um and I'm, I'm glad that now at least they're immune. Um and besides being tired, it, it it wasn't too bad for them. So I don't have anything to fear for myself. I just have to worry about elder uh relatives and people I'm in contact with. Uh let me see. Uh, there, well, actually, there's, there's actually quite a bit of stress uh, today. Uh, we have a release that we're doing right before Thanksgiving. Um, all of the code that I, I need to do for it has, I've been under high pressure to get done, but it's done. And so um, I feel a lot of relief that my part is done, but I have to manage the release, which I'm probably going to do the second I get off this phone call. Um, but I kind of don't feel bad about it because there's other people who are, are making some last minute changes. Um, 
But yeah, for the last couple of weeks, there was a lot of stress related to that. Uh, other stuff that's going on. By the way, just I have to ask. So, if you're doing a release on Wednesday afternoon before a long holiday, uh, are you confident that nothing will go wrong, or is there a call rotation in case something does? Or are you on um, the hook? I uh, so I, I'm I'm managing the release and I'm the one on call. Um, I mean, with COVID, you know, but, you know, before COVID, whenever I managed the on-call rotation, it was a little bit stressful because. I would carry a laptop with me everywhere so I could always, you know, in an emergency, be able to fix anything. With, you know, after COVID, it's like easy. I'm just at home. You know, I'm not... <laughs> the IT working so, dream. Yeah. So, uh, it's like even though I don't plan on working, you know, the holiday, it's, uh, it's, uh, <laughs> I'm not too worried about it. Uh, the changes that we're making, um, I would say that the only thing the only thing I'm really worried about is uh there's two kinds of things I fear whenever I do a push and I've taken down many a servers um the two fears I have is um I the push fails or something breaks in such a way that it's difficult to recover so everything just stops working that's that's the catastrophic everything's down and that that always happens like right there in the moment um when you push the button so that one is a little bit of like gives you gives me pause um i complain that uh the the google cloud triggers don't have a confirmation when you just click the button it just goes it's like there's no are you sure um i wish there was um the second is is uh if everything isn't crashing, um, the fear is like, okay, but there's some aspect of what you built that doesn't work. And so like uh, you change something and it broke for, it broke some, some aspect of a feature or a web page for somebody under some circumstances. And it isn't immediately obvious. Uh, those are, those can be bad because those can be the, the big money makers. Um, but they're, they're a little bit less like, you know, freaking out, panic. Like that's sort of like in terms of like minutes matter for that as opposed to seconds in my mind. And so I don't, ah. I don't. So they're they're not nearly as uh, no matter what they are, they're just not nearly as like stress inducing. And what I would say is for this release, like we haven't touched anything um, for the most part of existing features. We just got a bunch of new stuff coming out, which means only new stuff is broken. It's like eh. Uh, I'm sort of it's new stuff. Who cares if it doesn't work right? It's it's not like it's it's a big deal. It's not um, like it's your Black Friday sale. Uh, well, one of them is in fact a, a well Cyber Monday because we're digital, right? Oh. Uh, one of them. So one of them is the Cyber Monday promotion, but it's like yeah, we have a we can test it out before Cyber Monday, and um, you know we're only just enabling backend support, so who cares? Um, so. Yeah, not a lot of stress. As long as you know, when I when I go to push, nothing catastrophic happens. Um, and it's and it's possible because I we did make some big logging changes, and so which literally affects everything. Uh, 
So if, if there was something that were to take down all of our systems when we tried to work on it, it was because we screwed up something with the logging, so, which doesn't make any sense, but, you know, anything's possible. Uh, yeah, so I guess I'm not stressed. I'm not that stressed at all. Uh, we don't have any big features coming out for Thanksgiving, so. Um, well, that's good. We, we had this nasty habit when I first started the company of uh, because we were cramming and stuff all week, we would push stuff Friday at 4 p.m. after the happy hour. And after a couple of times, we said, you know, this is probably not a best practice. No, I'm always curious how people handle weekend sessions. Really? I, I think I think happy hour definitely contributes uh, to relieving the pressure of a of a push. It's kind of like the uh, cowboys drinking a shot of whiskey before they pull out the bullet. Yes, exactly, exactly. Um, I mean, uh. Even though it is before the weekend, our, our, our regular cadence is to actually do a release on Wednesday. So it's not like we pushed anything up for this. Right. Um, yeah, I remember this coming up on previous calls. Um, Anything you are looking forward to in the next month? Wow, not really. You know, I would the holidays you would think there would be. But just just not being able to do much of anything because of the lockdowns. Um, you know, I'm I'm looking forward to, to things opening up eventually, whenever that will happen. That's 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 a besides, you know, um Thanksgiving. Um, I, I don't really have much of anything. Thank you so much for sharing. Anything else? Uh, yeah, not, I can't really think of anything. All right. Um, uh, would it be okay if I pray for you before we drop off? Yeah, go ahead. Oh. God, I just thank you for David. I thank you for his partnership in the gospel from the first day until now. And then as iron sharpens iron, we've been using uh, David to sharpen me, and I hope me to sharpen him as we try to figure out how to love more like Jesus. I thank you for getting him through this month of November. I can't imagine what he's going through, but I'm glad that you've gone through it with him and that it's winding up and that Bill and Irene are able to spend your time with him. Well, I pray that this Advent would be a precious time, that as we work through the Great Reset and all the other things in his life, that he, David would find uh, new things to hope for, and that he would fill his life with reminders of how much you love him, how much you believe in him, how much you have plans for him, plans to give him a future and a hope, plans for good and not for evil. Well, I pray for all of us on the Great Reset that we would um, be mindful of your coming and sensitive to what your spirit is saying during the season. 
and we remember those uh, who have lost uh, so much more than we this last year. And we pray for your kingdom to come and your will to be done on earth as it is in heaven. I ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much. Thank you, David. Um, so one last thing is that I, I will put out my usual blog post just to mention that we're doing something next Monday. I have had a few people uh, comment that they're not good at uh, answering questions on the fly. And so seeing some of the ideas or topics ahead of time uh, helps them feel more comfortable because they can prepare. So if you do happen to have anything that you want me to add to that, you know, let me know. If not, I'll just do something very light and generic. Uh, well, I mean, like next week is a social time. So I, you know, just maybe I come up with some stuff yourself, maybe, but uh, just, just a, it's an opportunity for people just to share a little bit about themselves. Just, uh, I don't know, icebreaker type stuff. We don't, I don't mind doing an icebreaker, but I don't plan on doing one, and, and I don't expect that we do one. But I mean, like answering those, you know, that sort of information. We did a little yeah. bit of that, uh, you know, uh, last week. Uh, this yesterday. Yeah. Um, and we just modeled a bunch uh, of it now. Right. So you know, I would say that kind of stuff is what we should aim for okay. on Tuesday. All right. Sounds like a plan. All right. Well, thank All you. All right. God bless you, David. Thank you. All right, then we'll have a happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. All right, bye.